1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Celtic can guarantee themselves Group stage European football If they see off Cluj in Glasgow Jermaine Defoe says Rangers are being spurred on By the Hoops early season goals tally And Hibs take winger Glenn Middleton On loan I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel And Roger Hanna And it's a night when all roads lead to Celtic Park To see three scoring Celtic in Europe Five goals against Motherwell Seven against St Johnson Thirteen so far in the Champions League qualifiers Neil Lennon's side don't need any tonight Gordon They just need to keep the back door closed And it'll be a Champions League playoff Against Slavia Prague Seven days from now What a start to the season we have Gordon the L Because you've got the league season back Celtic and Rangers are banging in goals for fun mm-hmm. uh, But those league games are punctuated with massive European qualifiers Which they have to try and negotiate as well And we're seeing one of them tonight Yes and they come very fast uh, Gordon and I heard Neil Lennon say that about how his preparation after the league game he's right into the European campaign tonight uh, change of probably starting 11 you know you've got to sort of a shuffle the pack a, lo- a little bit you make sure you get the right team the right balance he left out guys like Ryan Christie on the bench you look at for part it's so many attacking options Edward will probably come back in tonight as well so he's got plenty to choose from they're in good form they're scoring goals they just need to be careful tonight. They really need to be careful tonight. Need to do a very professional job. I do think they will get through, Gordon. But it will not be as easy as I think a lot of people are thinking. And Tuesday, sort of the last night of the week, Roger, where we look back on, on the previous weekend's action. What did you make of it? Celtic free scoring Saturday lunchtime and Rangers doing the same thing Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and if the other 36 match days in the SPFL Premiership or anything like the two we've had... It will be scintillating stuff Because Celtic set the bar high With that 7 against St Johnson Week passing Saturday um, Rangers ground out a win at Rugby Park on the Sunday But then I think both teams raised the bar at the weekend You know, to go to Fur Park To lose the first goal And then to score 5 Was terrific from Celtic And then for Rangers And I know Habs went down to 10 men early in the second half But to score 6 Against a Hibernian team That I think many of us thought You know, are going to finish top 4 this season that really was a great response from Rangers 0141-951-1025 Talk to us, tell us what is on your mind And if you'd rather tweet Then you can find us at Clyde SSB uh, Let's start with the big game in Glasgow tonight So Celtic fans, you've probably got about Half an hour or so To get your team suggestions in Who should play tonight, who should not play tonight You tell us 0141-951-1025 Andrew McLean is in position at Celtic Park yeah, well, this one's certainly still hanging in the balance as we come into the second leg. But you've got to think Celtic will be the more positive of the two sides going into it. And you can just tell that by the comments from both camps during the week. Neil Lennon yesterday, he seemed quietly confident while doing his pre-match media duties. He was reflecting back on that one-all draw last week. And he said he feels they've been able to pinpoint some areas that they can exploit in the in the Cluj side. And why wouldn't you be confident going into this one when Celtic are as free-scoring as they are right now? The mind games continued from Cluj, though. One of their players echoing Dan Petrescu's claims that it would be a miracle for them to get past Celtic while Dan Petrescu himself said that he feels referees give Celtic an extra 10% of the decisions here at Celtic Park, something that Neil Lennon quickly shut down himself. Early team news going into this one, Hatem Abdelhamid, Mikey Johnson and Jozo Simunovic are all back from injury and available for selection. I'll give you the lineups as soon as I get them. 
0141 Who do you think uh, should play tonight? What are the main considerations then For Neil Lennon-Gordon uh, Deal? Um, I think he'll look at the back line I think El Hamid will come back in Gordon been quite impressed with him I know it's early Let's not get into judging players too early Because we seem to have a habit of that um, I think he'll come in Ryan Christie will be a definite starter for me um, Obviously Edward I think will come in for Griffiths Who you know, got his goal Got another bit of match fitness under his belt Looking very sharp indeed um, So there'll be, there'll be a few changes tonight But the changes he makes Will all be mm. positive Because you look at Celtic's bench at Fur Park it was incredible the firepower they had on that bench. And, and you look, it's amazing to think in Cham and Griffiths, the form they're in does, probably won't start the game tonight for Celtic. And, and that says everything about the way they've been offensively so far this season. You just wonder about them at the back. And you, there was a there was a moment last week when Cluj opened the scoring from a Celtic corner. And it was just the pace, the penetration and the break. They got forward at pace. They scored that goal you just wonder if if that is the moment they're looking for at Celtic Park tonight. I agree with you. I think Celtic will go through, but I think it might be a night for patience. I think it might be 2-1 tonight, 3-2 in aggregate. Just one of the names you mentioned is actually on the mind of John, who's a Celtic fan on the line. John, you've got your thoughts, team selection-wise, who should play? Uh, good evening, guys. Gordon, George, and Gordon. Hi, John. Uh, uh, well, Gordon, I know you're a big fan in Cham. I'm on myself, and I think the boy's actually starting to come back to the player we know he is. Mm-hmm. So if I was the only night, I would play Cham, Christie and Forrest just behind Edward. Know what I mean, I'd be obviously with Scott and that. I just wonder what you think, Gordon. You would play, and you leaving out Scott Brown there? No, Scott, no, Scott and Callum, no, the two right, holders, right. And, and Cham forward with Christie and Forrest and Edward. Know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know what you mean. It gets your best players, in my opinion. I think, and Cham is a very good player as well. I thought uh, against Motherwell played very well. Uh, in that position I think he's better in that position I think he likes playing that what, position what, what would that mean though? Would that, that mean Ryan Christie gives you the width on the left is right, that, that, is that... I'm getting into that Gordon That's what I was going to say I think that if that was the case And champ, champ played there Gordon You'd have to play Christie off the left I think that takes away a strength from Celtic I think Christie just now Is the best player in Scotland in that role so you you don't put your best player out in a position to bring another player in. I totally understand John's point. You try and get your best players on the pitch, but you've got to have a balance to your team. And I think Christie must start in behind Edward in that position. You see when Cham come off the bench in the St. Johnson game in day one, the area of the pitch from, from which he scored the goal, remember Edward played him in almost a kind of inside left channel. Could there be an argument for keeping Christie where he's most effective, but playing Cham in there does? Um, yeah, I've, I've watched him play there before I think he, last season he played a few times off that left-hand side uh, The one thing you've got in Cham I know that there was a lot of talk about him leaving the club And people were you know, getting on his back a little bit He's a very talented football player He really is And he showed that um, on Saturday at Far Park When he's in the mood to play He's a real asset to your team I'll be interesting to see tonight Because before he get injured uh, Mikey Johnston against St Johnston set everything going. He was absolutely excellent. Lewis Morgan's been in decent form as well. Griffiths has come back and got his goal, but you'd imagine Edward will be the starter tonight. The one thing middle, yeah, of course you can, John. One, one thing that uh, Neil's got middle to front is he's got bags of options, John. 
Aye, see, you know, I, I totally agree with Gordon. I know maybe you take the wee man, would you call it? He's, he's, he's great, great going through the middle now, but as Roger was going to there, he put in charm there. But could that, see, I know I'm a wee bit early, guys, right? But see, we talk about a, a boy we'd like to see get a chance this year. Can I, can I come in with somebody now? Go for it. Well, I'm maybe a wee bit biased, right? Because I know he's grand and he's, and, he's, and he's father. There's a wee boy from Cope Bridge, but that come from Kieran McGrath. He's been out injured for about a year. But this wee boy's some player, he's some striker. I don't know if God knows about him or Roger. But this wee boy, I know Neil's a good fan of him. And this wee guy gets a chance this year, he could bang the goals in. Obviously, he's going to get used sparingly, but I think Neil will give him a chance if no things are going well. So that's what that. I'm going to say. I'd like to see right. a chance. That's one for the future from John and Coatbridge. In the second hour of tonight's show, uh, I'm looking for the young player from your team, uh, which you think deserves a chance this season. So there's a wee early heads up from John. Well, listen, the next generation of Celtic players will be on show at the Falkirk Stadium tonight in the Gordon's favourite competition, the Turnock Caramel Wafer Cup. Challenge uh, Cup, I think. Char- yeah. well, just, let's just, I'd just like to give it its full title. There you are. <laughs> Try and get that into a headline in the newspaper, <laughs> Gordon. Um, they got thrown penalties against Queen's Park last week. Um, they're now raising the bar to take on a Falkirk side that put six past Jim Duffy's and Barton at the weekend. The Rangers cold stare down at Stranraer, which again is a level up from winning at Berwick last week. It's a good competition in so much as it allows the, the Kieran McGrath or the, or the Karamoka Dembele's or the Dabo Mabudis to you know, to yep. go out and play. So it'll be interesting to see how those two coach teams do tonight. Let's hear from Neil Lennon ahead of kick-off. Well, there's a lot of importance on the game, obviously. So it's it, it's a real balancing act from concentrating on the league and then flipping it back over to the European games as well. And it's a very short turnaround. But, um, you know, the, we're in good condition. The players have, you know, worked hard pre-season, and we're seeing the benefit of that now. But the mentality is good, and the, the quality of our play has been absolutely excellent. So we're looking forward to, you know, another big European night at home, and you know, good crowd and good atmosphere that they can feed off. Well, they're a big, strong team. You know, they've got good pace in, in certain areas, and they're direct. They're a threat at set plays. So, yeah, I mean, the physical side of the game is part of the game. I don't think it's going to be over physical. The game wasn't in Romania. I think there was plenty. In the game, the first leg to suggest that we could hurt Cluj in certain areas, so that's what we'll be trying to do. Stevie and Bishop Briggs, you looking forward to this one tonight? I'm looking forward to it tonight. Um, very close. Listen to what Gordon was saying there, and Gordon, I totally agree with you. I actually went to the bookie today, and I'm a Celtic man. You know, I put money in one each. I can see us going to extra time tonight, Gordon. I bet one each, I bet 2 1. But with a 2 1, I put Christie to score the first goal uh, and a 2 1 result. So I hope that comes up Because uh, I get good odds for it uh, Please gamble responsibly yeah. Honestly. Uh, But yeah I mean Stevie's Trying to underline The, the serious point Gordon about as Maybe what Roger suggested A bit of patience A tight game I'm sure Celtic fans hope That they go and sweep Close aside And have it wrapped up Early doors But you know You can't always yeah, do that Yeah I, I agree with Roger I think it will be tight Gordon I watched the game Last uh, last week And they started not bad. Uh, they caused Celtic a few problems. There was a good chance with a header. The lads should have scored uh, early on. They got the goal from the breakaway. They've got good pace about them. But Celtic got that all-important um, goal through James Forrest. And I thought Celtic created good chances as well. And I fully expect them to get through the night. But it's got to be a bit of caution. One, as Neil Lennon said there, he's obviously looked at Cluj and thought... They're dangerous at set plays. Celtic lost a set play against Motherwell at the weekend and it was a cheap, cheap goal. They can't afford to do that tonight and put themselves under pressure. I think with the firepower they've got 
middle to front. I think they will have enough and should have enough, but they'll need to do a professional job. I'll just throw one at you, Daz and Stevie. I'll, I'll value your input in this as well. We're all talking about, you know, can Griffiths get in the team? Can Encham get in the team? Does Mikey Johnson start? Who starts in goal for Celtic? Scott I'll Bain. tell you what, don't don't spoil Ken and Cambus Lang's uh, party. Right. He's up next and wants to talk about that. So we'll stick with the outfield and we'll let Ken have his <laughs> moment. Because callers always come on here and say, you stole my thunder. I think Roger can in. see my screen. Yeah. Uh, Stevie, you got any particular team selection thoughts? Well, I'm glad you asked me that, boys. And I've listened to what you were saying at the beginning of the programme. And I'm going to ask a question. Could we go with Griffiths and Edward up front and... Your uh, man Christie just done at the back of that I, w- I was discussing this with somebody uh, earlier on Stevie Because Lee Griffiths is playing well And Lee Griffiths always carries an enormous threat Not just from open play From those free kicks that he scored against Norm Calhoun and Motherwell this season I-, I don't see how it can be done um, Unless Celtic go to a back three Then Forrest shunted out to right wing back I don't think he's as effective there I just think it'll be Edward starting and Griffiths off the bench. I, th- I think it can be done. Edward off the left, Gordon, is yes, that an option? That was what I was going to say. I've uh, watched that happening before, uh, Gordon. I don't think it will happen tonight. I think it's too important a game. I think that Neil will decide who the best striker is tonight. Now, the good thing about this is, if he goes with Edward, which I think he will, he's all, always got the, the added advantage that if he's chasing a game and he needs a goal, He's got one of the best in the business sitting in the, the, the bench. He can bring him on, he can score for set plays, can score for open uh, plays we've, we've uh, seen this season with Griffiths. He's desperate to get his cell back playing, scoring goals, which he's doing. He's looking sharp. I just think there's times when he can, but I don't think he'll start it tonight. He can go with Edward playing off the left and Griffiths through the middle, but I think he'll go with a natural left-sided player. I think he'll keep the shape of a back four, and I think they'll be good enough to win. But you'd try and get them both in, Stevie? Well, I would try, but listen, you've got to go with the back four tonight. You can't no go with a back four. You've got to stick with that back four tonight. This is potential tonight. If they score a goal, and I mean this, if they score an early goal, their heads will be well up. They're going through into the next round. OK, thank you, Stevie. In Bishop Briggs, Ken and Cambus Lang have given you the big build-up. Ken, you want to talk about the goalkeeper? Hi, <laughs> Gordon. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Hello, Ken. Uh, first of all, before I mention the goalkeeper... I must say that I'm glad I've got a doctor's appointment tomorrow because I found myself agreeing with Gordon DL. Boring. From middle to front, Celtic have got enough power there to, to, to see off clues. Now, who would you... I mean, it's the goalkeeper. I mean, Bain, at the weekend, I think he went down too slow. That ball should never have gone under him at the level. Uh, I think he was a bit suspect last week against clues. I would start, if he's fit, I would start Gordon tonight. There's a, a fear of Baines in that an, an early goal is definitely possible, depending who lines up in front of him as well. Well, Ken, think? Ken, I've got a hospital yeah. appointment tomorrow because I'm going to agree with you. Um, <laughs> I would, I've always said that Craig Gordon is the best at stopping shots, I think he's the best goalkeeper at that. Bain yeah. is the best user of the ball. Now, there's a difference because Celtic are playing a different style of football. Not a lot, but Brendan Rodgers was always for the goalkeeper starting the attacks, whether it play right back or centre back. He had to be very good at using the ball. Neil Lennon's a little bit more direct. So, me personally, not going on 
uh, the Motherwell game, Gordon, because every goalkeeper can lose a goal. Every goalkeeper can look at his cell and be critical and say, well, I should have saved that. My position wasn't great. So I'm not blaming Scott Bain by saying, right, put him out because of Motherwell. I just think with the experience that Craig Gordon's got, games like this as well, I, I, I just feel I feel sorry for Craig Gordon because after the, the Rangers game where he was probably the best player Celtic had and saved them from getting a right drubbing at Ibrox, he gets left out against Airdrie and doesn't get back in. We know he's had a few injuries, but I just think that Craig Gordon is the best goalkeeper. Yeah, Craig, Craig Gordon's a better goalkeeper. I've, I've thought... And it was difficult because Craig was injured a lot in the second half of last season But since Neil Lennon came back to the club I've always had a suspicion that Neil would try and get Craig Gordon back in as quickly as he could Didn't happen in the second half of last season because of Craig's injury But, you know, Neil's hinted a couple of times that everybody was starting with a, with a clean slate again um, Craig Gordon came in for one of the European games I've actually been surprised Scott Bain's been back in after that I just think he's one mistake away from being out of the team And you wonder if that mistake was the one for Liam Donnelly's first goal at the weekend Wouldn't surprise me at all if Craig Gordon started If I was picking the team, Craig Gordon would be starting Ken, when, Scott Bain, when Craig Gordon came in for that European qualifier And then Scott Bain came in again after him Does that does that still suggest, do you think, that, that Neil Lennon's sticking with Scott Bain Or do you think tonight could be the night? Well, I mean... <laughs> I'm feeling that he might stick with Bain, but I hope he doesn't. I would like to, I'd like Gordon to be given a chance. But as I say, it all depends who lines up in front. I mean, I don't know, I haven't heard any team news, I don't know who's lining up, you know, but that's going to be just as important as, as a goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. But as I say, I like Gordon, uh, Gordon, because even if, you know, if, if he's rolling the ball out, play from the back, drag them away from their half to come up towards us and then try and break through them that way, because they're going to, they might sit back quite a bit. You know what I mean? So play out from the back and drag them out. I think we actually do have a starting lineup for you, Andrew McLean. Have you got that yet? Uh, I do indeed, and it's uh, an interesting one to see how they're going to line up for this one because it's going to be Scott Bain in goal, of course. There's then Hatem Abdelhamid, Christopher Ayer, and Jozo Sumunovic. A lot of midfielders in there, so could it be Callum McGregor at left back, or it could be a back three with uh, James Forrest, Scott Brown, Olivia Cham, Callum McGregor. Ryan Christie and Mikey Johnson in there with Odson Edwards. So uh, you can try and work that one out for yourselves because it's certainly an interesting 11. Well, it's, 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 well, no, it's no bolly I'll, ball and goalie. Yeah, That's what I'll, it is, I'll Roger. Cut, I'll cut to the chase. Bolly ball and goalie has been left out. Um, I don't think anyone is surprised at that. Uh, Just because we're short on time, sorry, Roger. How does that fit in with this idea of you have to give them time and we have to let them settle to then chuck the only recognised left back you have for, well, for such a What's more important, game? giving bolly ball and goalie time or getting Celtic through to the Champions League playoff round? Uh, it tells me that Neil can't trust him tonight. Uh, the boy come in for a lot of criticism. I think you've got to give players time to settle in, Gordon. Um, but the game's too important tonight, and Neil's went with his gut reaction. Well, there's your starting 11 Celtic fans. So quite simply, what do you make of it? We're also going to hear from Jermaine Defoe. He's talking about Rangers' free-scoring free front men. Stephen Gerrard talking about maybe even keeping them beyond this season. What would you make of that, Rangers fans? 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Getting you full compensation is their goal. Talk to Thompson's.com. 
Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here We're about to hear from Jermaine Defoe Talking about his goal scoring antics Steven Gerrard even suggesting That he may stay beyond the end of this season Yes it's early days But Rangers fans Cast your mind forward Is that something you would be in favour of 01419511025 Let's quickly react to Celtic's team news Because it broke on us Just as we went into the break There awkward timing Scott Bain does keep his place in goal An interesting outfield No recognised left back Balling golly is on the bench So the outfield looks like this You can decide what the shape will be Simunovic Brown Christie Johnson Cham Edward Elhamed Ayer McGregor Forest, William and Craig End, how are they going to line up? Hey, good evening, guys. How are you doing? Hey, I think that's a great lineup. You know, I think uh, you look at it, it's a 3 5, three, five one, 1 to me. It's like, I mean, it, give, it gives you the options. I feel sorry for Beaton, and I probably feel sorry for a wee ball and golly, but having Johnson and El Hamid coming back into the team is, is just the attacking options. I think as you look at it, it's. Uh, it's a three at the back and three in the middle and two wide with, with Forrest and, and Johnson with Christie, Christie supporting Edward. Uh, and you've got three in the middle with, with Brown and McGregor and, and then Cham. So it gives the option, it gives the option when Christie later on in the game that, that if, we, if, we're, if we need the goal, uh, thing we can come on, uh, Griffiths can come on. And I would say... Ball and Bolly for Johnson on the on that side as well, and Beaton on the bench would give you an option uh, for the, the six places in the middle, the middle and three at the back. So I think it's a great lineup and it's an attacking lineup, and there's going to be plenty of goals. I think you know, William, you're an optimist. I don't mind that at all. You're talking about the the increased attacking options. The cynics though will say that that team is lined up that way because. Neil Lennon doesn't trust Ball and Golly to play tonight. You're not you're not seeing it that way, no. No, I see it. I mean, it, it's better it's better if he's uh, played one forward because what it does is if he loses the ball, he's away possession. He's losing it on the halfway line. He's not losing it on the eighteen yard line. So <laughs> for me, that that would be a perfect option. And with the three behind and the three in front, and the and the three behind, then then. It, and it shows at the middle of the park as well. I think I think uh, a big responsibility tonight. Looking at that team, Gordon, as as William said, it's a very attacking side. You've got to say uh, three defenders. It looks like the back three. Um, I think the big onus will be in the captain tonight, Scott Brown. I think he'll sit in front of that back three, and he'll try and use his experience to cover the gaps because you get Mikey Johnston on one side, you get James Forrest on the other. The one thing about these two guys is they will go forward at every opportunity. And if you play a three, it leaves you exposed on the wide there, especially with no left back there and no right back there. And I think it'll be up to Scott Brown to use his experience just to plug these, those holes and give a bit of cover. Yeah, but the alternative is, and I tend to agree with William and yourself at how the team will line up, the alternative is Callum McGregor plays at left back and it's a... Four two three one. I would find that amazing. So, so, we, so we, would we, I, but we watched listen. Brendan Rodgers try that at Ibrox, and it was an absolute disaster of a, a yeah, lineup. So, I was so, so it would pull that day yeah. all over the park. But um, I tend to agree with you. I think it will be three with Scott Brown in front, then four, and then Christie just tucked in behind Edward. You can understand the sense of the selection. Neil Lennon gets an inform Olivier and Cham into the team, and an out of form Bolly Bolingoli out of the team. And then shapes up a team around 
basically what's his best 11 do, players Do you know what it looks like to me Roger It looks like a manager that's turned round and says Do you know what With the attacking force that we've got We'll score more goals tonight yeah. And that's all they really have to do And um, I think that obviously They've got bags of attacking options in there They've got good pace in the wide areas I'm not surprised Mikey Johnson's come back in Because I watched him against St Johnston And I thought the lad played very well Terrific goal Playing well, a bit of confidence Obviously missed a few games with injuries Forrest is in great form The, the right hand side Christie's got to be a starter And he has He's fitted mm. and charm in there uh, This might mean something It might mean absolutely nothing Roger But Celtic when they post their team on social media They usually do it in position order If you look at the one from Motherwell at the weekend yeah. It went Ayer, Beaton, Julian, Bollingolly Brown McGregor etc uh, Tonight it's just a number order It's not in position order So like I say You might not give a, a monkeys about that But just something worth Bearing in mind Let's move on Because we have spent Quite a bit of time on that Just quickly before we do On Twitter Richard Herries says Ball and golly left out tonight Surely he won't be trusted For the Ibrooks game We need to recruit ASAP um, But Gerald Hart says Good attacking team Let's get behind them And as usual No Negatives uh, John is in Paisley on standby So let's hear from Jermaine Defoe first Because he says Rangers were spurred on For the win against Hibs After watching Celtic's Free-scoring start to the season The striker of course Got a hat-trick on Sunday And says it's always special To bag three goals in one game Of course yeah You can't ignore it The way they've started You know the amount of goals That they're scoring And it's nice that we We, we, we managed to win the game um, So convincingly But you don't always have to score Six goals Six, seven goals It doesn't really matter You know it's all about three points But obviously it's nice to To win in that way um, you know, it's good for the fans as well. Um, you know, for the whole team. You know, the lads that are the new players that have come in, scoring goals. You know, getting assists and stuff like that for confidence. It's, it's, it's good, and we just want to hopefully it continues as, as as long as it can. Um, you know, there's a lot of games, in a short space of time. Uh, obviously, now we need to sort of like get our heads down, prepare for the the game on Thursday. Obviously, another massive game. Um, I'm sure the lads that play in that game will be will be ready. Yeah, yeah it's nice, obviously, to to get a hat trick. Um, this great club um, right foot left foot header if I score a header you know it's a good day so <laughs> as simple as that no, but it was I thought the first 30 minutes of the game was um, top performance I think that was a message before the game wanted to start start quick the intensity uh, high press and we did that and I can imagine it was a difficult afternoon for, for Hibs and it was just a top performance and, and delighted with a win John it's a long way off but if the start to the season is anything to go by can you see Jermaine Defoe maybe even extending his stay Ah, it was it was then this day Gerard's days. I don't I think Gerard was still even end of the year and now even this day. I think there's a lot to do with him. I mean his personality we, it's obviously friendship with Gerard. But by that I have a game in our two year because he's uh, I read an a thing about Nigel Winterburn and he says the boy looks as sharp as anything is what he did when he met him twenty years ago. So, you know, I mean his hunger and desire. Honestly, the goal on Sunday kept him for scoring six. If he'd actually seen the game, the minute goal, goal he saved, he kept him for scoring six. And that's a good option, isn't it, for a 36-year-old? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, Gordon. Players come in different sort of shapes and sizes with different styles. Certain players' legs go a lot earlier than others, but he doesn't doesn't really look like he's, he's slowing down at the moment, does he? No. Um, he's probably getting better with age because he's more experienced once again. I think when you look at his, I think it was his second goal gone, the one he's come across the defender. That is an abs. See, see, we are coaching, and you're coaching young strikers. That's a perfect goal. His movement because the defender looks at the ball, doesn't know where he is, and his timing of the run 
is absolutely perfect and his finish is great. And he said it's probably his, his best hat trick. Um, he just looks sharp. I think that when he came in in January, we were all questioning, has he still got the desire, the hunger, has the legs gone? All the usual questions that we throw at, at players. Uh, he's had a pre-season under his belt. He settled in at Ibrox and he's given Rangers great hope in the fact that not just Morelis can bang them in the back of the net, but this guy's been doing it for years and years and years and looks like he's not intending to stop at any time just now. Yeah, and I think I think age is just a number, John. He, he does turn 37 years of age in October. Um, Kenny Miller was still scoring goals, I think, at that stage. And the experience, I'll give you an example. The point Daz makes about that goal is absolutely perfect because that Sunday afternoon, if you're in the house watching the telly on Sunday afternoon, you'll see Tammy Abraham at 21 at Chelsea. A similar ball into the box and he doesn't need it. He doesn't know where the defender is. He doesn't know where the ball is going to be and he misses what should be a tap-in because he's not in the right area. Jermaine Defoe was in the right area and got the goal because he's got the experience. He knew where the ball was coming. He knew where the defender was going to be, where the goalie was going to be and where the chance was going to come from and he scored a goal and Abraham didn't score a goal because... It doesn't have the experience and, and that Nobody's asking Jermaine Defoe To play 45 games a season For Rangers He'll come in Now and again He'll back up Morelos He'll continue to be sharp And I, I think You know I think he could be there Maybe as you say As long as Stephen Gerrard's there But certainly this season Just look at this season He'll be a valuable player To Rangers this season Can I say something? Of course Morelos I don't know what's happened with him, but see he's finishing. You know what I mean? See his two goals on Sunday. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, some somebody criticised the keeper, but he's calmness to get through. I don't know if something's, something's happened with him before or whatever. But even against the Danes, he's not he's not as selfish anymore. He seems to be a team player, a better team player. I don't know if the four's rubbing after him. Yeah, well, there may be two possibilities there for on John's point. One is that he's learning from mm-hmm. Jermaine Defoe on the training ground every day. Or they're just bringing the best out in each other Because he knows that if he's not at it He's got a guy who's going to come in and score a hat-trick And therefore you raise your game It might even be a combination of both I think it's uh, They're bringing the best out in each other, Gordon As a striker and I played as a striker all my days And you used to You know, you had a partnership there Or someone else would be waiting to get on See the minute you've seen your other striker scoring goals You were desperate to get in and act And I think that these two are bouncing off each other now And the one thing about the two of them is And the difference this year I think the Rangers are producing good quality balls into the box Their movement's very good They're very hard to pick up You get back to We, we touched on Defoe's hat-trick Now Jermaine Defoe with his experience and his movement You look at his third goal, his header now Gordon, no disrespect, he got under his table with a top hat on. He's not the biggest guy in the world. And he and he and he out jumps two two big hibs defenders. Oh, he's just be- in the right place. Because isn't he? his movement. Yeah. That's not luck. That's that's a uh, good skill. That's knowing where he's wanting to go. Peels off a defender and headers it into the back of the net. I think it's a great headache for the manager. And if you've got two guys that are banging in goals just now, then things are good. And, and there's parallels with what's going on on the other side of the city because there's Lee Griffiths Edward, starting, yeah. scoring. Edward comes off the bench, scores. It's happened a couple of times already this season. So I think Defoe and Morelos are firing each other on the way Griffiths and Edward are doing. Final word to you, John. Uh, sorry, Bear. No, well, I'm just saying on you go. Well, well, see, it's not mean that it's. 
I'll say that the difference is probably this year as well. See your Ryan Jones, uh, your Jones, Jordan Jones, right, and your, your jo- Ojo, and see we're whole middle of the park. The movement's absolutely phenomenal. So it's like they said, the boys coming into the, the box have been absolutely it's night and day for last year in the pace. And I'll say is it looks like it's going to be an interesting season. And I'd like to know, Gordon, who are you going for this year? Um, John, I predicted Celtic at the beginning. Now, I'm not getting carried away. Yeah, well, listen, it's only two games in. At a canter, you said, didn't you? Yeah, no, I didn't say that, did I? Uh-huh. Um, I think that Celtic will uh, edge it, but I, I think that Rangers and Celtic this season, there are going to be more games with a lot of goals because middle to front, both teams are looking exciting. They're looking sharp. They've got guys that can score goals. I think the rest of the league are in for a difficult season, to be honest. But I think Celtic have just got enough. Uh, Roger, I mean, Hugh Keevan's very excited last night. He's got it decided. Two games, he says, Celtic Rangers, they're leaving the rest behind. There's a 10 on the cards, all the rest of it. Are you going that far? It wouldn't surprise me. If the first two weeks of the league season are anything to go by, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Because the teams who have been on the wrong end of these defeats, Hibs, I think everyone expects them, you know, to build on a fifth place finish last year. Um, Motherwell, most of us in day one tip Motherwell to finish in the top six this season. St Johnson, a side who have been, you know, I know they dropped out of top six last season, but a team who have been top six, top seven for five, six, seven years now. So it's not the sides that we were tipping to be involved in a relegation scrap who have taken these beatings from Celtic yeah. and Rangers so far this season. So you just wonder. If everything clicks for Celtic or Rangers against one of the sides right down at the bottom of the table, you, you couldn't write anything off. Thanks to John in Paisley. It's 0141-951-1025. Rangers have offloaded one of their wingers today. We'll look at that and we'll take more calls after the travel with Amber. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. They play to win every time. Talk to Thompson's.com. It's Gordon DL and Roger Hanna here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, where we are one hour away from kickoff in the East End. The Glasgow Celtic against Cluj, one all in aggregate. Good chance for Celtic to progress. And remember, if they get through tonight, guaranteed group stage football this season, or certainly in the first half of this season. So that's what. Lies in wait uh, For Neil Lennon's side Of course they want to make it Champions League But they've got group stage football No matter what happens If they get through tonight Just before the travel We heard from uh, Jermaine Defoe Staunch Jer Is on He says JD I assume he means Jermaine Defoe Is the consummate professional I can see him scoring goals In Scotland to his 40s That'd be quite something wouldn't it 40s Would you yeah. back him to go that long No Why not Um, I think 40s a bit old Gordon is that uh, it? Yeah okay. just What age that... was your last goal? Um, I have no idea You know, you know Paul Brewster kept going till he was 40 didn't he? Yeah, I have no idea I don't even know when I finished believe. <laughs> you don't know much um, <laughs> Interestingly he was telling us um, We are Some of the guys in office are playing a bit of a charity game at the weekend He was asked if he wanted to play He said of course not I'd rather stick rusty nails in my eyes or something Equally inappropriate Because he says he's not sure he even liked playing when he played mm-hmm. And he revealed <laughs> Roger that he actually when he was young I wanted to be the front man of a band <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I just found this revelation well, so, surprising I don't know why that would surprise you at all With what the rock it? and roll lifestyle he's led for the past 40 years Have you got any any musical talent Or was it just all about The, the attention well, I, I, The limelight I, I, Remember 
I played the accordion I was good at that So I'd have been good at the Cayley Nights at New Year Oh yeah, what a front man you'd have been No, 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 that would just be a wee sideshow um, I'm not a bad channer Really? Yeah Nah And my head Can we yeah. give, us, give us a, no, a few I'll, bars? No, I'll or... do it before the end of the season I'll give you a wee number <laughs> but, yeah, Whatever you want I think we should move on uh, before I ask and and regret it This could be our number one for cash for kids Charity single Yeah we'll see Uh, Right back to the football please Enough about Gordon DL's rock and roll lifestyle I really (laughs) do not want to know what that entails Glenn Middleton, Roger It's been no secret Rangers have been almost stockpiling wingers They've got so many of them Jordan Jones is is impressing at the moment Glenn Middleton's gone to Hibs on a season long Loan. What do you make of that? I think it was 27 appearances last season. I mean, he, he had five goals by November, and yeah, it, including uh, goals in Europe. It sort of tailed off a little bit after that. Yeah, um, he's not going to get regular football at Rangers. I think that's clear to see. You look at the wide players Rangers have used already, and they've still Brandon Barker to fit into that as well, Gordon. So it makes sense for Glenn Middleton to go out. Um, Stephen Gerrard said about 10 days ago he thought it was going to NEC Breda in the Dutch top flight. I'm not quite sure what. Prevented that And now suddenly He became a Hibs player But um, Judging By Hibs performances In the first two weeks Of the league season um, Losing six at Ibrox On Sunday And a pretty poor performance To scrape a 1-0 Home win against St Mirren The previous weekend Glenn Middleton Is exactly what Hibernian needs So I think Paul Heckingbottom Will give him plenty Of game time And it's up to him To take the chance You know Ryan Christie By common consent Has been the best player In Scotland this season but remember, you know, he didn't come to Celtic and fit straight in. He was away at Aberdeen on low and he had to do the hard yards before he became a Celtic regular. And Glenn Middleton maybe has to do the same at Hibs to come back and get a place at Rangers. And kind of torn on this as well, Gordon, because on one hand, you, you like to see young Scottish players actually going abroad, broadening their horizons, seeing what new skills and new life experiences mm. they can pick up. But if, if you're Rangers, surely you'll be delighted to have him on your doorstep where you can keep an eye on him in a division which ultimately... You're going to be playing in So you can accurately judge If he can handle the level Yeah I think it's a good move for both uh, For a club and for a young lad I think he's got a, He's very talented Gordon um, The Rangers fans loved him He come on as a sub And a lot of supporters were excited About the boy coming on And you know he's very direct Very pacey Just tailed off didn't it Towards yeah, the end of the season he needs, he needs to get a run of games He's Like every footballer When you train Every day and you get to the weekend There's nothing worse if you're sitting up in the stand Watching the, the, the game You want to be playing Now he's staying in the country One, which is a plus He's staying in the league Is another plus for him So he'll be playing in the Scottish game Week in, week out And I think that can only benefit him And um, Roger's right about Ryan Christie You know, just look at what happened to him When he come back He's now Celtic's number one pick And, and it's the old one, isn't it? He can play against Celtic But he can't play against Rangers <laughs> I'll leave that to you Roger Hanna 01419511025 in the phones Brian is a Celtic fan What do you make of that Celtic starting 11 Brian? It's got a few people quite confused Well I can't, I can't see too confused myself Is it, is it three the back or right back Playing at centre back Is it as well? I don't, I don't know what do you think it is boys uh, hey, I think I've got plenty of plenty goal scoring opportunities to Edwards Edwards playing Forrest Johnston back in the team yeah, what's the most simple answer, right? Because that's not to say you're going to be right. It is the most simple answer. It's three at the back, and it's Forrest as one wing back and Mikey Johnson as the other. That is yeah. that is that the, the yeah. easiest three one the... four one one. Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically, basically, Mikey Johnson and Forrest will I'll come back. And you're talking about Brian saying there is a right back playing centre back. Now, El Hamid when he's come into Celtic did play 
right back But we do believe that he is a centre half uh, Is that Brian? I think Brian, are you enjoying yourself Brian? Somebody's just bought my hot dog Oh. Alright, he's on his way to the game it's just, uh, so you, you, This is you starting it saying you were a good chanter Now uh, Brian and everybody's going to try singing Brian's trying to get in my band uh-huh. with the, the, the sounds you, of things You on the accordion, <laughs> Brian on lead vocals yeah, He's on the vocals I, vocal. uh, I, I think Ali Bain and Phil Cunningham are safe for another New Year Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a big risk with Al Hamid He's probably a centre half that can play right back So you've not got a problem there He's got a bit of pace about him um, if he gets dragged out into the wide areas, Gordon, a lot of centre backs when they play a three don't like that. Don't like getting uh, getting exposed out in the, the 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 wings. But I think he'd be quite happy to go out there and and defend one and one. Uh, so no, I, th- I think it's a very attacking side. But it's down to the fact is the back three going to work? The only problem is if it's not working early, and Celtic look at it and Neil Lennon thinks, you know, the back three is not working quickly. I don't really see a lot of options that you can change it on the pitch. Okay, there's talk that uh, McGregor could fill in it right uh, left back, which I think is a massive mistake. You've got to have him in the middle. That's his best position. He's a big player for Celtic. So it's not like you can move things about with the personnel like you're starting with because it's all attacking players after the three centre-backs. Well, listen, we'll need to wait and see. I, I tend to think, as you said a few minutes ago, Scott Brown's going to be crucial mm-hmm. Celtic don't actually need to score a goal tonight They don't need to charge forward and get two or three goals The way Aberdeen do As they're trying to salvage the tie against Rieha on Thursday night Nil-nil Sees Celtic through to the playoff round In Slavia Prague at Celtic Park next Tuesday night So I don't think it'll be gung-ho I don't think you'll hear bugles sounding from the stands at Celtic Park Scott Brown will be crucial Sitting in front of El Hamed Simunovic And Adjer Who at the minute are Celtic's three best defenders Sticking with Adjer, yeah You've you seen that through to the end of the well, season Well I'm okay because Julian's in the bench So I can describe him as Big, Big Chris, Chris. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Here is a good question from Tony on Twitter No Sinclair on the bench again What's going on? That's a good question You got an answer? Well, well what, what's going on is his Celtic days are more or less behind him um, I was actually surprised that He didn't get a move Maybe to the English Championship Before the English window shut I actually thought Although he just signed a contract I actually wondered if it would be a Kel Lafferty style deal done on the English transfer deadline day, which would have maybe, you know, let Scott Sinclair leave the club and allowed him the time to find himself a mm-hmm. club after that window closed. Um, this is a huge game for Celtic tonight, an enormous game. You cannot overestimate how important this is for Celtic in the season. And he's not in the 18. Mikey Johnson is. Lewis Morgan is. Um, Vakun Isov Bio is. And Scott's Marion Shved's not either, is he? Remind me. No, I don't think he is. So no. you've still got that as just as, 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 a, as a, an option. I, I just don't mm. think Scott Sinclair has a future at Celtic, you know, as promising as his past was. Uh, Sean's got another question for you. He says, Why does Scott Allen's assist get rave reviews, but Ryan Jack's against Marseille isn't talked about? Probably because it's a, a pre-season friendly and not as many people have seen it. Is that is that yeah, an innocent enough yeah. the, the, the Scott explanation? Allen, the, the, listen, Scott Allen's pass was a lovely pass. And if Scott Allen hadn't made the pass, it would have been 6-0. As it was, it was 6-1. So well as Scott Allen did with the pass, Scott Allen and his 10 Hibernian teammates all need to up their game. Otherwise, they're in bother. Can't. And the best pass of the weekend, I'm afraid, was Paul Pogba. 
to Marcus Rashford yeah, by I a country mile. I just love it. Scotland's unique in that we, we sp- we'll spend a week arguing over a pass. It was just a good pass, is it? In the story, Scott Allen's? Yes. Yeah, but I had to blame my two centre backs. Oh, well, the, the, the manager did The manager says Cartage stepped up When he shouldn't have stepped yeah. up And let the guy run through But a great pass Poor defender Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Right remember in the second hour Of tonight's show We're looking for the young player You'd like to see Given a chance At your team This season I'm looking for all sorts of suggestions here The more creative the better Maybe ones we haven't heard of Maybe ones you've seen play Give us all your suggestions Before we do it though It's Beat the Pundit Roger Hannah minus one Or Gordon DL Taking you on With a sign ball at stake If you fancy it tonight It's 01419511025 And you need to be quick Because when the news starts at 7 The lines are closed Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation you deserve When there's been foul play Talk to Thompson's.com Gordon DL and Roger Hanna are here with me Gordon Duncan 45 minutes till kick off at Celtic Park Celtic against Cluj in Champions League qualifying Remember if Celtic win they go through to play Slavia Prague Of course if they win that tie they're into the Champions League But even if they don't they would drop into the Europa League group stages So uh, getting through tonight is clearly the priority um, You parents out there we're all know back to school this week Roger Hanna that's, does that still affect you? Uh, yes, my youngest goes back to school next Monday, I think Well, next Monday, you've got a couple oh. of extra days uh, Well, what that means is the Scottish FA's performance schools are also going back We're going to hear from some of the guys in charge And it's got us thinking What young player would you like to see given a chance at your team this season? I'm looking for as many suggestions as you can So get them in and we'll do that next Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Yes, it is Beat the Pundit time Roger Hanna still on minus one Because he never loses I think it's about seven years since he lost one of these things Gordon mm-hmm. DL loses much no, more no, regularly Not lost this season, 3 out of 3 Producer Andy, can you yeah, confirm? Yeah, come on Andy three Yes out of three. Okay. Oh. Well, one of you One of you is taking on Paul from Crookston tonight How are you Paul? Hi Gordon, hi Gordon and hi Hi Paul, um, hi, Paul. Hi, hi. Hopefully I've not got uh, the master there <laughs> Don't worry he's not, no, he's not. he's definitely not talking to you Paul, oh, on behalf of the nation I've got Gordon Dale there No chance On behalf of the nation Paul, you need to beat him Just to shut him up, 3 out of 3 He's acting as if that's some run to be proud of 3 No pressure then 3 out of 3 3 out of 3? Yeah What's helping that? Oh, I think you that's, know, that's 9 points 20 out of 20, that's, that's impressive 3 out of 3, nah <laughs> Plenty of time to go Can only beat what's in front okay. of me If Taz gets to 20 out of 20 Will he be minus one? Mm. No still never uh, Heads <laughs> is Roger Hanna Tails it's Gordon DL And it is It's Mr 3 out of 3 Gordon <laughs> Against Paul From <laughs> I've set myself up for a ball yeah. Oh dear you, know, you do realise He didn't even have a coin there I know There we go He does hear it Nice two pence uh, Gordon since you wanted to be The lead singer in a yeah. A band I'll give you some Clyde 2 To listen to For a couple of minutes uh, And we'll get Paul's clock Up and running Paul you've got 30 seconds Head to head with Gordon You can pass Here's your chance To beat the pundit Are you ready? Yep go for it Hearts have signed Which goalkeeper on loan From Manchester United? Pass What is the current Aggregate score Between Celtic and Cluj? One each Which Scottish side Plays at Borough Briggs? Briggs Edinburgh side How many goals Does Lauren Shankland have After two league appearances? Three. Rangers winger Glenn Middleton has joined which club on loan? Hibs. With which club does goalkeeper Robbie McCrory currently play on loan with? Breaking. What nationality is Celtic's Olivier and Cham? 
He's French. Okay, uh, let's bring Gordon Deal back. Gordon, yeah. can you hear us? Yeah, go. Is it one of your musical heroes you were listening to, or I, uh, who sang that? Oh, forget it. Billy Ocean. Come on. Was that Billy Ocean? Of course, someone. Okay. Right. Back to the quiz. You ready? Same yeah. set of questions to you. Yeah. Hearts have signed which goalkeeper on loan from Manchester United? Oh, I can't pronounce his name, Pat. What is the current aggregate score between Celtic and Kluge? 1 1. Which Scottish side plays at Borough Briggs? Borough Briggs, uh, Pat. How many goals does Lauren Shankland have after two league appearances? Uh, six. Rangers winger Glenn Middleton has joined Hans. which club on loan? With which goalkeeper does. Which club does goalkeeper Robbie McCrory play with on loan? Uh, Queen South. What nationality is Celtic's Olivier and Cham? French. What do you think of the competition, Paul? He's pipped me with that Queen South one. You think I so? For a fact, is, I'm sure. Mm, right, let's go through and find out then. First one, Hearts have signed which goalkeeper on loan from Manchester United? It's David De Gea. No, it's not. Obviously. No, it's not. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Roger. Joel Pereira. Joel Pereira. Pereira. I've got to get it written down It's not It's not the worst to try and pronounce is it? Pereira Joel Pereira Joel I think you could handle Pereira. that no, Not Joel 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 Yep okay And none of you got it anyway What's the current aggregate score between Celtic and Kluge? It is one all You both got up and running Which Scottish side plays at Borough Briggs? It's Elgin Ah Never go. Uh, there we go So still one all How many goals does Lauren Shanklin have after two five, league appearances? It? Five It is five uh, But none of you said five So it's still one all Glenn Middleton We just spoke about him He's joined Hibs Two all You both got it right uh, What nationality Is Celtic's Olivier and Cham French You both got it Three all Which means the deciding question Is with which club Does goalkeeper Robbie McCrory Play with <laughs> Who did you say Paul I said Breaking City Yeah Breaking City <laughs> Four in a row Four About down to Gordon Gale Thank you, you never Paul. do it Paul We got lucky He said Queen of the South And it pains me to say it <laughs> But he has pipped you 4-3 Hard lines Paul I did, I did not bad I'm glad You did well You did well Unlucky Paul Paul You're the hardest I've had this season <laughs> I haven't seen him this excited Since he got that mother Will I wait off Honestly four Look at his face four. It's hard to watch isn't it It's horrible Get mushroom in here 4-3-4 <laughs> Uh, I was going to say Roger we are, We're just looking at um, We're about to start A bit of a discussion On which young players Might break through this season We've got the Reminders of the Turnock's Caramel Wafer Challenge Cup Tonight Yes um, Some of that's interesting Some of it's not I, the, the thing that caught my eye Stranraer against Rangers Colts Again Eros Gresda Is in that Rangers team he, he got sent to Berwick last week In the pouring rain He's been sent to Stranraer Call me a cynic A Rangers trying to tell him something um, Yes And if he's not got a message by now It'll probably dawn on him When he stops for his fish tea And Girvin on the way home tonight um, He has No future whatsoever at Rangers I would imagine He would be away from the club Either on loan Or on a permanent deal Before the rest of the transfer windows Close in the second of September Right come on Fans of all teams You can get involved in this This is where you know best Because you've been watching your team Through thick and thin I want to know which young player at your club Deserves more of a chance this season I want as many different suggestions as possible The reason we're asking Because it's back to school Not only for children all across the country But particularly at the Scottish FA's performance schools Their new intake um, We're welcome to Hamden today And according to the guys that head up the programme Clubs need to give managers time to blood young players So that's the view uh, as we go into another year The the new first years join the programme Which has so far helped the likes of Billy Gilmore Who's moved to Chelsea Uh, Harry Cochran's come through at Hearts Ethan Erehon at St Mirren A couple of others 
Um, I'm sure you know the drill by now It adds football into their existing school timetable At seven different centres mm-hmm. across the country Well, we've been speaking to former Celtic winger Brian McLaughlin Who heads up the programme He says the pressures of club management Can't get in the way uh, of developing new players So our oldest player now is just starting to turn 19 um, And I think this is the year We need our young players going in and, and holding their own We've had a few that's went in and held their own for, for spells, you know, like Harry Cochran, Ethan Harlem, Dean Campbell. And the push for them now is to go in and really establish themselves. Uh, Zach Lynn did it last year as well. So we've had some successes. Now it's the big push for them now is to start to establish themselves. And a lot of our clubs are doing fantastic work in the youth academies. But ultimately, the manager needs support from above. You know, if it's your policy as a club to generate and, and develop young players, magnificent. But you've still then got to have a pathway into their first team. And then the manager needs to know that if he's playing young players, he's not going to get sacked if he loses two, two games in a row because I don't blame the managers, you know. Again, they're under enormous pressure. And I just think some clubs need to look and say, OK, what is our model? Do we really want to start developing young players? Because see, if, if they do, we have the young players in this country. We have some of the best young players that we've had for years. Now we just need these clubs to change their policy slightly, help the managers and ultimately help these young players because they're there, the talent is there. What does this programme need to do better? Um, I think the biggest thing that we're trying this year is, is, is club engagement. When we look at the history of the players that's came through, when we get the, the collaboration with clubs really close, really tight, then it helps the young player. So for me, one of my big pushes this year is is to speak to as many clubs as possible. Make them aware that we are here to help. Across Europe now, the big the big countries that are developing players are training roughly 17 hours per week. We can help our young players achieve that and hopefully then the clubs will reap the benefit from it. We'll only reap the benefit of it in years to come when they start to receive and start to play games the under-21s in our A squad. And then at that point, our A squad will hopefully give Steve Clark enough players that we can qualify for the European Championships, we can qualify for the World Cup. Well, Brian McLaughlin is doing a very good job, Gordon. And he is producing players through the performance schools. But if Brian McLaughlin thinks any manager is going to change their policy, any club manager, then he's up the proverbial gum mm. tree because it could cost them their job. I wouldn't do it. And if Brian McLaughlin was a club manager, he wouldn't do it because managers get so little time these days, they can't afford to throw in untested kids. You know, everyone... Would love to see all these performance school kids come through. You know, it's unrealistic to expect club managers to put them in. Neil Lennon doesn't put Karamoko Dumbelli in tonight against Cluj. Of course he doesn't. Just like Stephen Gerrard doesn't put, you know, a lot of Rangers kids in. And, and, you know, rather than put the focus on club managers, why not put the focus on on some of the players as well? One of the best young players who's come through the squad, you know, the, the performance schools is Billy Gilmer. Now, Billy Gilmer, in all probability, would have been the Rangers' first team squad now at 18, but instead chose to move to Chelsea, where he hasn't really seen any competitive first team action. That's yes, a different type of challenge, though, isn't it? Yes, of course it is. But, you know, would Billy Gilmer have been better served staying at Rangers and playing 100 first team games for Rangers and then going to Chelsea? Perhaps for his career development, Brian McLaughlin would suggest yes. I'm not going to go at Billy Gilmer. Islam Farouz did it before when he left Celtic to go to Chelsea. So, the players themselves need to, you know, have a more strategic view of their careers than simply jumping at the first move. Um, we have seen young players through. You mentioned Dean Campbell at Aberdeen, young Lewis Smith. I know he wasn't a performance skill player. Has shown at Hamilton this season. I saw young Ali McCann playing for St Johnson at the weekend. First week of the season, I saw James Scott at, uh, at Motherwell. All very good young players. I'm very intrigued about the Scotland 21 defender George Johnson. Left Liverpool last week to sign for Feyenoord 
in the Dutch top flight I hope he does well and I hope he comes through We all have the same ambitions mm. for these boys But it's unfair to put all the responsibility on the door of club manager Right come on fans of all teams Who's the young player you want to see get more of a run out at your club this season? There must be one There must be someone who's caught your eye uh, let, We could start off by, by throwing a couple of names out there um, Let's no Celtic are playing tonight would, would Mikey Johnson be the obvious one? Is, is this the season where I mean I know we've seen him before But is this the one where he really becomes a first team regular? Yeah I think so Because I think Neil Lennon's prepared to give him his chance um, He started the season against St Johnston Gordon uh, get things off to a great start. Um, everybody talks about the you know Christie's hat trick, which was terrific. But he started it all. He he actually scored a terrific goal that day. Was a big part of it. Uh, he'd been out injured, and you would think, well, it's very easy for the manager to leave him out now by saying, look, you've been out injured. We've been scoring goals. We've been winning games. He's straight back in tonight in a very important game. I just think that the manager works with you day to day. See something about you Remember I think it was Neil Leonard Really took a shine To James Forrest um, I go back to Roger's point and I, th- I totally agree with him For 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 coaches to come out And say You know Manager's got to be assured That if he loses two games And put in young players That he's got to keep his job It's absolute nonsense Absolute nonsense If the players are good enough I love to see young players get an opportunity. Yeah, you can't I deny think, though, there's a, but there's bound to be a reluctance there when no, you were not. so knee jerk. No, they're not. Well, of, no, co- no, well, of course, no, 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 I do. Brian, Brian Rice has already come out and said, "Look, yeah, Hamilton, been, Hamilton yeah, are the one who break I'll, the mould constantly." Good young players, I'm prepared to give them an opportunity. Yeah, Mikey Johnston's course. young player. But how can you? Karen po- Tierney uh, was a young player when can, he was given the opportunity. By naming young players who've been given an opportunity is doing nothing to argue against the point that, of course, managers are going to be that little bit more reluctant if they constantly feel their two results away from being the sack no, surely that's obvious no. to anyone uh, uh, listen they could play experienced players and be two results <laughs> exactly but right. that's a more trustworthy group that you're going to throw in but, you see it all the time but what my point is I think a manager who works with a player and a young player day in day out has got the belief and the confidence of playing them will play them not because he thinks well I might play him and lose two games and I'll get sacked you look at the young boy is it Hickey that played in the cup final against Hearts. Terrific. Craig Levine had worked with the boy and decided again. You know, you're, I'm you're, not worried about losing the cup final because of this young lad. Again, just by naming players who have had a chance, I'm not I'm not sure that's the same thing. And, and also, Gordon, I, I do really believe a lot of the onus has to be put in these young men's shoulders. Well, of course, well, that's, that's you know what I'm saying. It, the blame always seems to be put at somebody else's door. It's put at club managers' doors. It's put at the SFA's door. It's put at something. You know, eventually take the onus upon yourself. You need, of to take, you need to take a bit of responsibility for your own career. Too often we've seen guys who at sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen. Look like world beaters, and then what and happens then after? You the panel but you make a great question. point about the young lad Gilmore. He was abs- He's a terrific talent But decides to go to Chelsea Where Chelsea at one point Had something like 39 players out on loan Couldn't get anywhere near the first team Would it have been better advice For a young lad like that To stay at Rangers We've not just seen a watered down version of Kieran Tierney Good luck convincing somebody to turn down Chelsea I think that's I think that's been Unfair I, I don't think you can match uh, Gilmore I mean you can Tierney. try it But I, th- I no, think I, I think, think you're fighting you A losing him. battle but, 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 I don't but, think so Anyway There is a difference there Because Kieran Tierney Is going to walk into Arsenal's first team Kieran Tierney Has already played 170 yeah, exactly And that's why I called it A watered down version Because Kieran Tierney 
as a first team player Billy Gilmore wasn't you know, at either of those clubs People have been talking you know, Billy Gilmore could go on And I hope he wins 100 caps And captains Scotland And captains Chelsea And has a wonderful career But we've been talking about Billy Gilmore Since Mark Warburton was manager of Rangers And Billy Gilmore still to play a first team game in his career So how can that be helping his development? So back to the question asked originally yeah, It's not like us to, to go wandering off on something mm. completely different Players that you might see breaking through this season from, from various clubs Mikey Johnson has mentioned Anyone at Rangers that you think this might be the time? Or maybe even just get a chance Doesn't need to be fully fledged member of the starting eleven every week Who would be the ones that might try and knock I, on the I, door? I'm not so sure because the guys who you would have thought were on the periphery You know, Mid- Middleton, you were talking about Johnson Middleton's probably Rangers version of Mikey Johnson He's gone out and yeah. loan The young reserve captain Cammy Palmer has gone to Partick Thistle on loan. Right, yeah. Stephen Kelly, young midfielder, has gone out to United on loan. I was actually talking to Ian McCall on Friday. He was saying how well he's done. And, and Ian McCall, by the way, has done a great job in terms of developing young players. He took Scott McKenna mm-hmm. to Air United and gave him a loan spell. He's now having a second season of Ross Doohan, the young Celtic goalkeeper, who I think Celtic have got another three years of. He's back there, he's taken Stephen Kelly from Rangers, he's taken Frank Ross from Aberdeen as well, and he's got his own very talented young performance school defender, a young fullback by the name of Finn Ekrapont. Remember the name? He's in the Scotland youth team, he's been with Air United's first team squad at the age of 16, and this may be his breakthrough season into Ian McCall's first team out here. I think I think the, the one that I noticed at the weekend, Gordon, is it the boy Lewis at Ham? Is it Lewis? Am I right in saying that? Lewis at Hamill. I spoke to Mark Guidi on Sunday who covered Lewis Hamill. Uh, no, I spoke. Hi, Lewis Hamill. Good, yeah. Lewis Smith. He, he's very, very quick. <laughs> I spoke to Mark Guidi who covered the game for us on Saturday and he was raving about him. Watched highlights of the game and what I've heard of the boys so far, he's been absolutely terrific. On our side, the Motherwell, my, my team, the, I'll go and watch. I think that James Scott's had a good pre season, mm-hmm. scored a few goals. He'll be desperate for an opportunity. So it's nice to see one or two. You know, trying to make this their season and get into the first team yeah. and really make an impact. You know, I used to work with Lewis Smith's mother and father. I remember when he was born, his father, his father was editor of the Herald. There you are. Good fact. That's a nice yeah. fact yeah. for you, Daz. Yeah, uh, get... I used to use the name Mr Smith quite often. <laughs> <laughs> Getting some good suggestions on Twitter. Ones to watch out for. Roscoe says, Robbie Hemphrey, Motherwell goalkeeper, Scotland under 20. Played for my team, six foot six, a superb prospect. Uh, we've got loads coming in Sideshow Bob wants Armstrong Okoflex Daniel Church Karamoko Dembele Jack Aitchison Mikey Johnson He's got a full list uh, Jerry wants Karamoko Dembele Should walk into the Celtic team Reminds me of Patrick Roberts He says uh, John McIlvanny's looking a bit More to the future In terms of, of selling on He says big uh, Adger as Roger calls him, is going to earn Celtic millions. 01419511025. John and Canvas Lang is coming up next, and we're going to get a full time teaser up and running for these two. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors. The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined. Talk to Thompson's.com. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here. John and Canvas Lang is up in just a second. I need to set up tonight's full time teaser, though, because these two are going to need as long as possible oh, come to come up with the answers on this one and this will test you out there on Twitter as well since the Europa League began in 2009 11 men who previously played in Scotland have managed a team out with Scotland in the group stages so since the Europa League began in 2009 11 men who previously played in Scotland have managed a team out with Scotland in the group stages I'll be honest there are 12 
But I've eliminated I'm giving you a freebie Because it's Even too difficult for you Who's Roger a freebie then? <laughs> Who was the freebie? It's, it's a chap called Tony Combuari. Oh I used to play with Aberdeen Yes half. He managed PSG I just thought that was too difficult And I, I wanted to give you an example anyway So you're looking for 11 others do you get the question? You yeah, tend yeah. to not understand the question, Gordon I'll If you don't pro- mind me I'll saying I'll probably get it about next 15 minutes Just keep shouting names, you'll be fine Since mm. the Europa League began in 09 11 men so who've played in Scotland played, previously played in Scotland at any time, yeah Yes, yeah. have managed a team from out with Scotland in the group stages My first guess would be Van Bronckhorst Yes, because he played for Rangers And he managed Feyenoord in the Europa League group stages I, I, Well done I remember Henning Berg taking Legia Warsaw against Celtic In a Champions League qualifier So did they go into the Europa League? They did, and he played for? He was an Rangers player He was yeah. so There we go, easy as that Henning Berg and Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Let's speak to John, he's been hanging on for ages What's your point tonight, John? Uh, cheers, uh, panel, and good evening to Hi, John. all of you Hi, John uh, Just to speak about uh, I've been quite impressed in uh, Cattage for the start of the season because last season they got dropped I thought quite unfairly and they struggled to get back into the team but I feel with him and Goldson and just having a settled back four is the way we'd go forward to putting a challenge into the title because I feel having a back four that's settled is better than interchanging I think midfield and then Morales and Defoe up front they can interchange but having a settled back four in front of a goalkeeper at least he knows who's playing in front of him every week left back is one I think Flanagan's come in and he's done well but I just think Cattage has done really well since he's come back in and even at set pieces and corners he's always dangerous and he's still quite young and I feel I'm looking through the full team and I'm quite impressed just now and I feel that I think that's going to be a good challenge this year and I'll come back in with a thing about young players Cattage Gordon uh, yeah, I said last season, Gordon, early on that I didn't think Rangers could win the league uh, with the two centre-backs And Katish was probably the weakest, but uh, John's right He's a young player that's learning his trade And he's looked very good this season And it showed you the big, uh, you know, in the transfer window there That Stephen Gerrard sort of agreed that that was a sort of a, a position that needed strengthening he went out and brought in another two centre-backs uh, Paid a lot of money for one But he's decided because of obviously they're not up to speed That Goldston and Cattage just now are the two you know, centre-backs That's going to start the games And you've got to say They've uh, they've done very well You know, you look down at Kilmarnock Cattage was involved for the first goal with Arfield Goldston got the winner The disappointing thing I would say again That the slackness creeps in all the credit to Scott Allen for seeing the pass, but if you're being critical of your own team, you look at your two centre halves and you should never get beat with one straight ball through the middle of them. Um, but they are a threat. They're a threat uh, set plays, and Cattage is starting to, you know, learn the game. He's starting to, you know, get better for me. I'll be interesting to see if that will be the pairing, you know, until something really happens. Or Steven Gerrard's got something well, in his mind That the minute the other two centre-backs are up to speed They make him a- So that's Katic individually, Roger What about John's other point though Regarding consistency of selection Because I know many people In hindsight's great But many people feel that The sudden introduction of Joe Worrell And the chopping and changing Was, was Rangers undoing last season 
Um, Joe Wardle wasn't very good. There may have been Rangers undoing for part of last season. You, know, you think of the mistake down at Kilmarnock at a time when Rangers had drawn level with Celtic at the top of the league. But sometimes he, it unsettles, doesn't it? Because then even when yeah. Katic or whoever it is comes back in, it has an impact on them. So regardless of how good or bad the individuals are, what about this idea it's, that trying to keep it settled? Yeah, and it, it's interesting though because you speak about parallels. You know, we spoke about Defoe and putting pressure on Morelos. Morelos getting better. Griffiths putting pressure on Edward. Edward getting better. Could the arrival of Hellander and Edmondson just have given Cattage that little nudge on that if he doesn't raise his game, he's not going to be in the team? Um, I tend to think once he's fit and up and running and settled to the Scottish game, if Rangers are paying £3.5 million for an international centre-half from Serie A, then Philip Hellander's going to be in the team. And that might well be to the exclusion of Cattage. Across the city, Celtic are paying £7 million for Christopher Julian. I think he will be sooner or later in the team to the exclusion of, you know, be it Simunovic, be it someone else in, in that back four. Big Chris, maybe, moving to Big right Chris. back. Um, <laughs> but Katic has certainly improved. He's really improved. And he's the guy in possession of the shirt just now. So it's up to others to get that shirt off him. John. Uh, I also, I, I think at Rangers, young players, it's unfortunate. You know, we've got a 30 man squad you now that obviously needs trimmed. And for even to get a young player on the bench would be quite impossible now. But I think the young players are benefit for going out and loan, like Ross McCorry's away, Glenn Middleton today. And I wish these players well at these clubs. I want because look at Greg Docker. He went away last season. Shrewsbury player of the season at Shrewsbury, and he's come back. And I've seen. He still might find it hard to get in a team, but anything I've seen him, he's impressed me. And I feel young players going out and loan. Is a way for Rangers now. I'd like in the future to have three or four academy players in the team, but at the moment it's, it's too much of a gamble for Steven Gerrard to do something like that with a big, massive squad. And even if that doesn't work out for players that say Rangers are Celtic, two prime examples obviously Andy Robertson, and then people probably forget John Fleck. He went down the divisions and now he played for Sheffield United in the Premier League. So it's not to be all and end all getting at Rangers or Celtic. You can always go away. And work your way back up So it's hope for players out there That don't make it straight away Yeah that's that's a good point I suppose that's where the loan system Can be so important We keep mentioning it It's just It's because it's the one That's staring you in the face John mentions Greg Doherty That the in fashion Example is Ryan Christie Clearly Because it was mm. It worked out exactly The way it was meant to work out Yeah John, John's right about you. I think the young players This season will be Sort of put aside Gordon Unless some, Rangers Yeah yeah, because it'll all be... You look at the Rangers manager since he's come in uh, just over a season. He's signed in the region of 26 players or something mm. like that. So it doesn't leave a lot of room for young players to come through. I don't think he'll be... Cons- I don't think that's his job now. I don't think his job nah, his remit is that, to... Pre- that edge of the table. Yeah, to, the table. to go and look at the academy and bring young players. That'll eventually happen for him. I think the most important thing is, one, is to try and stop Celtic doing nine in a row and he'll use all the experience he can. John's right. If if you're a young kid at Rangers just now, the best thing for you is get out and play regular football because you, it, it's a your development, you get educated, you're playing week in, week out, and you look at all the examples, John touched on a few of them there, and the biggest one, obviously, Ryan Christie, Middleton's away to Hibs, terrific move for him. I think you'll see more young players getting put out and loan. All right, thanks to John and Canvas Lang. It's 0141-951-1025. The word on the street, if you like, Roger Hanna, or the word inside Celtic Park, 
For all the debate about the Celtic team tonight Is that Callum McGregor We believe Is going to play left back for Celtic Yeah that definitely seems to be the chat It's interesting Daz made the point earlier on the show That the last time Callum McGregor was asked to do that Was a defeat at Ibrox in December Um, The plus point for Celtic is The informant charms in the team The out of form bowling goalie is out the team If that means Callum McGregor going back to left back Neil Lennon clearly believes it's a reshuffle worth making Um, Bowling goalie I was through, as you know, at Perth at the weekend I was listening to you guys covering Motherwell Celtic As I was driving through to Perth And every 30 seconds There seemed to be another error In bowling goalie Um, I was listening to Mark Wilson, Hugh, Alec on the show Mm. And they didn't fancy him Neil Lennon tried to defend him As he has done in other games After the games You can understand The manager wants to put an arm around the lad But There's only so long you can do that This is a huge game for Celtic tonight It's a game that's in the balance It's a game They need a positive result in. I mean, That's God, why he's not in the team Gordon anyone who's questioning this I don't think it's a criticism of Callum McGregor Who's, who's clearly no. a good player It's just more about Should Celtic with their Resources And everything else Be going into such a crucial qualifier At this stage in August with Callum McGregor at left back no. it's, it's not about him It's about the the notion of How did it get to this stage Yeah and I think that uh, I don't think Celtic Even with McGregor at left back Will lose tonight Gordon um, But if they had to lose I think this uh, show tomorrow night The phone calls will be Blasting through there uh, Because you look at Celtic They brought Ball and Golly in I, I think this Was it 3 million round about yeah. that? Yeah He's played games, Gordon. So it's not a fitness thing for him. And you liked him against St. Johnson. I in thought the first against day. St. Johnson going forward, he was terrific. I really did. I thought he just blended in there. He looked very good, got up and down the park. Okay, he didn't have to defend. Last uh, Saturday there against Motherwell, you guys were watching on TV, and I heard every two or three minutes that one or two of the boys getting on I'm thinking well you've got to give the boy a bit of you know breathing space give him an opportunity let him settle in I just think that Neil Lennon looks at the most important game of the season so far he's got a three million pound player that's fit he's played Mm. in the games he's up to speed and he plays McGregor at left back that tells me that the one thing Celtic are going to do is go out and sign a a left back right away because I do not think that Neil Lennon thinks long term And I'm not having a go at the lad well, he probably w- In fairness he probably won't know Because like everyone else It's only been a couple of games But I suppose You could accuse it of being at odds with this He'll come good Give him time Get off his back Narrative that Neil yeah. Lennon put out on Saturday Because It's now become It's now Become a focal point Because he's not in the team Yeah but you you look at We, we, do, we make our minds up game to game And that's what we're here to do And yeah, I'm a great believer The lad's just come into a, a new environment a New football, new team Big, big club um, He's got, got to have time to settle down But you look at Compare for instance I was there at his debut against Morton And he played 70 minutes, 75 minutes Whatever it may be Never to be seen again A million pound player Never to be seen again So I hope this doesn't happen to this lad I hope he gets mm. the opportunity Maybe it's just a case of Neil saying Look I'm going to take you out the firing line But to put in One of your best midfield players Who Has been in there against Rangers at Ibrox And looked like a fish out of water for me 
I think that's a big, big gamble Let's check in on the teaser Since the Europa League began in 2009 11 men who previously played in Scotland Have managed a team out with Scotland In the group stages For example, Henningberg played for Rangers Managed Ligia Warsaw Giovanni Van Bronckhorst played for Rangers Managed Feyenoord anymore Rangers Catuso? Yep Who would he have managed? AC Milan Uh huh I'm just trying to think here David Moyes Yes Oh Roger Everton What a shout Now I'm going to get my timings all wrong Kenny Douglas Your timings are all wrong Ah Too late English teams Who What about What about Shota Arvaladze Who did he manage? An unpronounceable Turkish team No it was Maccabi Tel Aviv But you're right Well done Okay Avaladze, Gattuso Van Bronckhorst Berg and Moyes Will get the rest of the answers And kick off at Celtic Park next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The league leader For compensation Talk to Thompson's.com Minutes away from kick-off at Celtic Park Let's go back there and build up to the big kick-off Get team lines again with Andrew McLean Yeah, well a good crowd and great conditions here at Celtic Park For this one, a run through of the teams As they just emerge from the tunnel for Celtic It's five changes, Beaton, Julian, Bolongoli, Morgan and Griffiths drop out So it's Elhamid, Simunovic, Christie, Johnson and Edward that come in I've been told that it is going to be a back four with Callum McGregor at left back So it'll be Scott Bain in goal, Hatem, Abdelhamid Christopher Ayer, Joseph Simonovic and Callum McGregor on the back four. Scott Brown and Olivier Cham, the holding midfielders. Forrest Christie and Mikey Johnson in behind Odson Edwards. The substitutes Gordon, Julien, Beaton, Bolongoli, Morgan, Griffiths and Bayo Cluj. Interestingly enough, an unchanged lineup for them. Dan Petrescu clearly feels that what he saw in the, uh, the home leg for them last week, he feels that this is the side that can get them into the playoff round of the Champions League qualifiers but of course Celtic do have that crucial James Forrest away goal going into this one and progressing here of course guarantees Celtic group stage European football but a two-legged tie against Slavia Prague in the playoff round that lies in wait if they do that'll determine who reaches the Champions League and who goes in to the Europa League and after it was the Europa League for Celtic last season they'll be desperate to dine at the top table of European football again this season and they'll be hoping to carry on their high scoring performances tonight not long until kick-off just about to get underway here at Celtic Park for Celtic against Cluj go on then Roger Hannan Gordon Diel I'll take a score prediction from you I gave one earlier on Celtic 2 Cluj 1 so Celtic 3-2 in aggregate And we'll be here next Tuesday night For Celtic versus Slavia Oh he's got it all figured out Gordon Yeah I think um, Celtic will win 3-1 oh. And we'll be here next Tuesday night again Okay I like it I like your thinking Right uh, 01419511025 That's the number Kenny's on I'm going to get to him in just a second because we've got work to do on tonight's question Good answers coming in on Twitter A good response to this Since the Europa League started in 2009 11 men who previously played in Scotland Have managed a team out with Scotland In the group stages Guys like Davy Moyes Henning Berg Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Shota Avaladze Reno Gattuso And I gave you the freebie of Tony Kamburi Because uh, I thought that was a difficult one Right, what else you got? Uh, Frank de Boer Yes Give us, Show us you're working on that one Ajax Former Rangers player And Inter Oh there you are Mm. And The old Hoarding kicker himself Tamuri Kitzbayer (laughs) Hoarding kicker That's the worst nickname I've ever heard Uh, Tamuri Kitzbayer Remember him Gordon? 
No A character I oh. think is the way they describe him The baldy lad Played in Newcastle Casual Cup Played, to, uh, the played for Dundee And managed the uh, yeah. separate team One of the separate teams Was it going? Uh, Applewell He Absolutely. scored a goal at Newcastle And then kicked, kicked the ball Kicked the yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah Good player Good Davey player. Young's been throwing some answers in He got Gattuso right He got Mikhailichenko wrong uh, Grant Mackay's thrown a couple in Roscoe's wrong with Paul Lambert um, well, so I yeah. said Tim yep. Keep your guesses coming on Twitter What about uh, Wait, quick one more Roberto Martinez Brilliant Played for Played for Motherwell, Motherwell. And took Wigan into Europe Brilliant Honestly I'm, I admire your work Right okay uh, A couple more to get Let's speak to Kenny on the line Hi Kenny Hi Gordon uh, Roger and uh, Hi, Hi, Hello Hope you're all well tonight Listen What's the point of us having academies And not actually bringing through young players Do you know that's kind of defeating the purpose have you got someone in, in mind, Kenny, in particular, or just a, a general? Well, problem? it's more. It's more. You know, we. I'm born and raised Edinburgh, but we've always said, you know, if you're going to go to a team, then you go to the old firm because you're just going to get worse in the in the crowd in the background. Go to your Hearts, your Hibs, your Aberdeen, your Dundee United, you'll get more noticed. But I just, I feel that Celtic and Rangers have got these academies. Hearts have got the academy, and they're. You know, Levine's taking a roast on for it now, but he's, he's trying to bring through young players. You know, your Hickey, your Irvin, your Cochrane, McDonald, Anthony McDonald, I think he's going to have a good season if he gets a wee run this year uh, with Hearts, what you're saying about the young players. But, you know, we're spending millions on, on, on complexes to, to bring our youth through it and no actually utilising it. You know, I, I, I think it's quite a shame. Well, I mean, some are getting a chance, Roger. It's just like, it's the age yeah, old thing. Listen, it, there's, it, a, there's a few getting a chance. If you throw hearts, ten in, you want twenty, yeah, and if you throw listen, twenty in, you want forty, and that's just the way it works. Some of the young ones at heart, you know that Stevie McLean at thirty six getting <laughs> a two year deal, and Stephen Naismith at thirty three getting a four, a four yeah, year yeah. deal, Glenn Whelan at thirty five training with the team this season. Um, so yeah, yeah, youth, youth is getting its, its chance, Kenny. I'm not listening. I'm only kidding you on. Um, I, I would have hoped to have seen more of Harry Cochran rather than Glenn Whelan signing. I would have liked to have seen more of, of Aaron Hickey at 17 rather than Aidan White getting into the team, you know, at, at 27. Um, the one thing that would stop Anthony McDonald getting into the team is the likes of Stephen Naismith at 33, um, the likes of Jake Mulraney. Now, I'm not saying for a minute Craig Levine should throw everybody in because it defeats the argument I was making earlier on. Of course, managers aren't going to throw everyone straight into the team, but... You know, sometimes I, I do wonder about the, the Hearts signing policy and selection policy. It all seems a wee bit sort of higgledy piggledy to me. You've got yourself a new a new goalkeeper, Kenny, on loan from Manchester United, as we found out during Beat the Pundit. Is he there to be a number one? Do you think? Uh, I would think so because I think the two goalies are causing the. There just seems to be a whole lack of confidence with the Hearts team now. You know that on paper that should be a good team. They should be performing well, and I thought they they did uh, no bad up at Petardry, but then. You know, you're, you're playing Ross County, who are, who are really playing their, their cup final on Saturday there. Uh, what annoys me being a hard supporter, and I've been at a couple of the games this season, I'm going on Friday night to Gordon's hometown. Yeah. But, pop uh, up, Kenny. He says you can pop up for a cup for the yeah, game. Yeah, pop up to mine, Kenny. I'll He's just next to the stadium. I'm, yeah, I'm not far away, and uh, you'll be more than welcome. But I'm bringing the kids as well, though. I, I, fine, listen, don't worry. More than Kenny. I've got a couple of bags of sweets in the afternoon. I've got a lot there. Kenny, I was watching uh, the highlights of Ross County against uh, Hearts at Tynecastle, and the one thing I've got to say, I, I, I really applaud you. I don't know how you can watch that sort of football. Every time the ball just gets shelled after shelled after shelled up the park, and I, I just don't see any pattern to play. You're talking about young kids there, like Cochrane, who's a, 
a terrific young midfield player. What's the point of having them in there? Because all you're doing bypassing the midfield, playing it long, and try to pick up second balls, and you really should have lost a game against Ross County. But, but, um, but I, true, true, Gordon. I mean, if they scored the penalty, uh, that'd have been us, at that, especially at that time of the game. But I just feel, you know, I, I'm more surprised that Craig Levine taking this football attack uh, approach to the games because there's enough players on the team to actually play football and, and get yourself up to there. And I think, I think really, the way last season went, we started fantastically, then injury after injury after injury, and trying to sort of plug gaps. But I think, I think this season, I think we're just. <laughs> You know, Roger, you remember when Levine's first came in. I mean, he, he had Hearts finishing runner-up one year. Yeah. And then I think it was third the following year, but, and, and we had to, we, we qualified, had to do the, the playoff for the Champions League at Murrayfield. But I, 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 I can't understand his tactics this year. You know, as you say with Cochrane, he should be putting these guys in and playing the ball. Cochrane learnt under chasing Billy Gilmore uh, as, as Harry's story. That was, that's what made him so good. Uh, and the youth here was to chase Billy Gilmore. Yeah, I mean, Kenny is right on that one, Roger uh, The new goalkeeper, for instance, as Kenny sort of touched on Is, is he one to come straight into the starting 11, do you oh, think? Well, he's a Portuguese under-21 international <laughs> He's played in Manchester yeah, United Yeah, on paper first it looks like a he, decent he, signing, he, doesn't it? Believe me, when Daz rolls up to his season ticket seat at Firth Park on Friday night He will be watching Joel Pereira playing for Hearts There's no question about that uh, Yeah, I mean... Th- You'll be hoping to see your beloved, uh, what was it, James Scott earlier on. You always see him put a few past him, uh, yeah. Gordon. But is that an area Hearts would look to strengthen? I mean, Zlamal's a difficult one, Roger. He does, on occasion, produce some. Yeah, he's not very good. Some very good saves. He's not, 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 no, he's not good enough. That's why. Listen, doesn't surprise me to sign a goalkeeper. I don't think he's good enough. I don't think. Uh, I know he didn't do very well the goalie across Edinburgh, Marciano. I know he didn't do very well at Ibrox on Sunday. Marciano's a far better goalkeeper. Mm, yeah, he's a good shot stopper, isn't he? Um, so it doesn't surprise me that Craig Levine's decided to take Zlamal out. It wouldn't surprise me if Zlamal was away from the club before this deadline on you know second of September as well. I think for all the ones Hearts have got coming in. I think there'll be some going out between the 2nd of September. All right, thank you, Kenny. Uh, just stay in touch on the line. I'll get producer Andy to give you Gordon's address um, for Friday night. He'll see you up there about five o'clock, he said. So that's okay. Kenny and the kids are, are coming around. Are you all right with that? Oh, perfectly. Yeah, ju- ju- just walk straight in, say, it's your uncle Kenny. I'm here to rob <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Uh, right, we've got a couple of minutes left. I don't think we've got time to squeeze in. Oh, bad news, uh, boys. Gordon, it's, I'm it's afraid. Clyde one, Motherwell coach nil. David Goodwillie, six minutes. Oh. I know that's, how, that's how we kind of get the young players. I, in the, I know you kind of beat Clyde. I know you were heading up to Broadwood to get as much um, of it. Yeah, as you I'm can. going to get there. This is the, this is the interesting challenge, Roger. Actually, of the Turnock's Caramel Wafer Challenge Cup. Um, how many does can eat? Yeah, well, listen, I would I dread to think, but it is going to be a challenge. Actually, by chance, bumped into to Stevie Hamill today, who's obviously Mother's head of academy, yeah. talking about every player pretty much in that Mother team would be will be 16 yeah. tonight, and it'll be so the 16 year old centre halves if, if they are. We'll be defending against David Goodwillie And that's that's the challenge yeah. We saw some strange results last week Where the likes of Motherwell progressed Aberdeen got absolutely battered I think yeah. it was Kilmarnock as well yeah. So it's been a bit of a mixed bag In terms of this but experiment sure, With putting the Colts teams I'm in I'm sure the young guys in the Aberdeen team The young guys in the Kelly team Those young guys in the Motherwell team tonight They will learn more The Motherwell centre-half From playing against David Goodwillie Than they will against Playing against other 16 year olds in, in, in a development league This will be a real learning curve for them tonight Regardless of what the scoreline is uh, Early doors I mean Celtic with a, a bit, of, bit of pressure A bit of possession um, But the visitors have just had a shot from Camorra Long range uh, Easily held by Scott Bain 
How do you see this one panning out? You've given me your your match, mm. you know, your score predictions. Is it going to take a, a a bit of patience from Celtic? Would you expect clues to come fast, very quickly? It look it looks like the art looks like they're pressing early doors to try and take the initiative. I think about both, Gordon. I think the clues will be you know a bit patient as well because all they need is one goal. And to keep a clean sheet and get one goal, that's enough for them. So they don't need to go chasing the game early on and leave their cell open for Celtic to go and get that vital goal that'll probably put the tie to bed. But uh, I just think Celtic have got enough middle to front to go and win this time. No, for what it's worth, it looks like they are going for it early on. So we'll see. Uh, right, since the, Europa, since the Europa League began in 2009, 11 men who've previously played in Scotland have managed a team out with Scotland in the group stages. Guys like David Moyes played for Celtic, managed Everton. Uh, Roberto Martinez managed Wigan, played for Motherwell. We've got Henning Berg, Frank De Boer, Tamuri Kitzbaya, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, Shota Avaladze, Reno Gattuso. You've got three to get Because remember I gave you that freebie I gave you Tony Kamburi What about uh, Michael O'Neill Did he have Shamrock Rovers? Michael O'Neill did Have Shamrock Rovers Played for Hibs Yes oh, Played for Lodz didn't he? Yeah Dundee United Two to get Owen Coyle Yep Go on Roger Hanna You're like me Be the pundit is, You're unstoppable He is unstoppable He really is How he comes up with these I will never know Well done because I'm texting him. What, <laughs> what about Gordon Strachan? No, 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 I will be impressed if you get this last one. I must admit. I've got a list of names here. Quick, then you're go, gonna go, have go, to rattle through them. What about Jackie Jackanowski? No, unlucky. No. Oh, more obscure than that. Even more obscure yeah. than Jackie. Mm. Give us a clue, Gordon. He played for Motherwell in 1992. Of course he did. <laughs> Nationality? Oh, is he Dutch? I can't oh, remember Mitchell I sh- Van Der Gag. No, 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 no That's what I'm saying I'm not sure if he is Dutch I should know And I don't What club would he manage? Krakow in 2011 I was just support Motherwell 92 uh-huh. um, uh-huh. Well I just put you out your misery Go for R M Robert Mascant Rob well, Mascant There we go Well done You got there in the end What an effort that was uh, Thank you Gordon DL and Roger Hanna Still goalless at Celtic Park But we'll have all the reaction On tomorrow night's show So make sure you listen in With Mark Guidi and Jim Duffy And stay where you are Because Stephen Mill is up next Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the form team for compensation for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's.com.